All right, good morning, folks. What's up? Welcome back to the normal studio. <laughs> Today is Monday, June 19th, 2023. Welcome to episode number 390 of the Simply Cyber Daily Cyber Threat Briefing Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Gerald Dozier. And over the next 40, excuse me, 45 minutes, me, you, Omatolagbana, Kenneth Ruff, Kimberly in the mod chat, audio sounding good, not only IT, just a bite, I hope, because I got some special news for just a bite. Shane Heimstorm, walking James McQuiggan, the Simply Cyber community, you, we're going to be threading through the top cyber news stories of the day, and I'll be giving my expert opinion and analysis on each of those stories on what it means to you as a practitioner, or if you're looking to break in the industry, there's going to be massive value for you here. If you're a regular, you know exactly what I'm talking about. If you're new here, well, settle in, my friend. We've got a great show for you. But before we get into it, let me give a little love and shout out to the stream sponsors, those who make it possible to bring the heat every single day to you, starting with my good friend, Eric Taylor, over at Barricade Cyber Solutions. Barricade Cyber Solutions is dedicated to helping businesses from cyber attacks and recover from the damage done. Cyber attacks can cause massive issues for businesses and send dedicated, hardworking business owners into turmoil. But Barricade Cyber Solutions knows exactly how to mitigate the damage done by cyber incidents. Check them out, barricadecyber.com. This isn't just a promotion or a push, y'all. They know what the heck they're doing. They can help you. Google any victim of Lockbit, Blackbasta, Royal, Vice. Pick your poison. Google any of them. Ask them how they felt after getting absolutely violated. I bet you... If you do get a chance to speak to them, it's not going to be a pretty, it's going to be a pretty grim story, but Barricade Cyber Solutions is your ace in the hole, your support in the corner to go to. Also, shout out and love, not part of their main service offering, but Casually Joseph helping me get the stream back to looking like this, so they do a little AV tech support too. Holla. All right, also want to say shout out and love to Panopsi Security, my friend Brandon Poole. Sorry, Brandon. Um... The, uh, <laughs> the display's got part of your, your uh, marketing copy to cut off, but you know what? We're still op- we're, we're now not, we're out of DR, but we're operating in slightly business continuity. So um, we're at 98%, here's 2%. Panopsi Security, they deliver quantified risk assessments to businesses of any size. They look at your people, your process, your tech, your threat landscape, your industry size, historical evidence of incidents happening to those type of uh, groups. And then they basically pop out a quantified, statistically sound, fact-based report that you're like, well, what do I do with that? What, do I wallpaper with it? Do I, do I wrap my kids' gifts with it? No, man. You take a quantified risk assessment and you use it to lay out a three-year roadmap for your InfoSec program in a very deliberate, logical, and the CEO's favorite part, resource-mindful methodology. Yeah, that's right. Also... Simply CyberCon shirt, more about that at the mid-roll, so don't, don't get too amped up yet. I'll go into greater detail on that, but holla, 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 thanks so much to the stream sponsors. Guys, you can see I got the, the number ticker down the bottom underneath chat. That's the number of people live in chat right now. Looks a little distorted. We'll also add that, we'll also add that to the list of uh, things that need to be fixed. Joe Hudson in chat. Joe Hudson, my friend, you missed it last week. We went OG retro style um with the the look and feel on the vibe um and uh that's what got the uh the playlist reminded guys remind me at jaw jacket to talk about the hip-hop deep cuts got a lot of love on that uh over the weekend so shout out and thanks for that now if you're live with us right now like joe hudson is over on linkedin 
take a hot minute and type hashtag team live in chat. Let us know you're here. Team Live, always all about good times, whether you're on the West Coast getting up at 5 a.m. or getting up at James McQuiggan coming over. What's up, James? James, I got news for you. People might not like this. Back in so, it's another week of S3 leaky buckets, Simply CyberCon t-shirts, coffee cup cheers. Hold on one second. Hold on one second. I gotta, you guys gotta tell me, like, is that sound effect so low? It sounds wicked low. James McQuiggan with the super chat. I know last week I was doing the, uh, the sound effects manually, which many of you really enjoyed, but I, uh, I, do, um, I, do, I did upgrade my stream deck uh, over the weekend. Let me know. Yeah, sound effects is very low. Let me do that. Uh, listen, I just went spinal tap and turned it to 11. So let's see what happens. All right. Oh, my God. Hold on. You know what? I'll tell you what, guys. I'll tell you what. Tell you what we're going to do. Let me see if I can do this. Do, 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 do. Sound mixer. No, I can't. This is, hold on. We're going to have to, uh, we'll have to, we'll have to investigate this later. Uh, but for the time being, what? Did we just become best friends, James McQuiggan, with the manual sound effects? Yep. Thanks so much for the super chat, James. I'll investigate why my stream deck decides to uh, limp across the finish line with its volume. If you are team live, Thank you very much. If you are, stay, and by the way, stay tuned for uh, Simply Cyber Community Challenge because James McQuiggan's currently the baton holder and he'll be passing that off. Um, if your team replay, guys, I know you're watching this in the future. Coffee cup cheers from me, from James McQuiggan. Love team replay, love engaging with the community and the chat. It's, uh, it's part of my daily routine, team replay. So love it, love it, love it. If you're hashtag team i'm bringing this one i'm trying to bring this one to the forefront team uh first timer guys if it's your first time here and you just found the stream whether a friend told you whether you stumbled into it or whether it's like me and you just fall backwards into stuff and it's like yes drop a hashtag first timer in chat or team first timer let me tell you definitively this is a great community you're going to be happy that you fell in here hey Corey cooper welcome to the party my man Love it, love it, love it. Also, and my final favorite ones, James Henning knows what's up. If you are shy, uh, not sure how to socially engage, maybe you're just like, uh, I, I'm here just for the, the stories. Like, I'm not into your jaw, Jack and Jerry. Do take a minute and do a hashtag passive observer. If you're interested in building a professional network, I, I, I tell you every stream, professional networks are so freaking valuable. I can't definitively tell you how it will benefit you in your life at some point, but I can tell you absolutely it will benefit you. I was just texting Joe Hudson on Father's Day for like 20 minutes, had a great conversation with him. I met him through professional networking and I'm very happy for it. You know what I mean? Stuff like that. We've got raffles coming up, just a bite is going to be offering up raffles, so stay tuned for the mid-roll if you're looking to win a prize today, tomorrow, and Wednesday. How does Just A Bite know to contact me about raffles? Professional networking. Okay, guys, hopefully you're seeing the impact. Hashtag Passive Observer in chat. Take your first step into the light of professional networking. James Henning, my man, I love it. That's very, very kind of you, James. I love it. All right. Each episode of the Daily Cyber Threat Brief is worth half a CPE. It does stack up, so get after it. Two and a half a week, 10 a month. Thanks for the morning newsletter. Oh yeah, Tree Hugger, you're welcome. Guys, the newsletter's back. Guys, I made a punchlet. I made a to-do list of things to talk to you about. 
Whoops, what was that? Um, I got the French press all heated up. I got the lights back on, the overlays are there. We're operating at full tilt. Ooh, I just remembered another thing to tell you about next week. But right now, guys, I need you to sit back and relax and let the cool sounds of the hot news wash over you in an awesome wave. I'll see you at the mid-roll. From the CISO series, it's cybersecurity headlines. Also, I do not see or hear it's these stories Monday, before June 19th, right now. 2023. Microsoft says early June service outages were cyber attacks. Microsoft said on Friday that the outages that affected certain services of the company through some of the earlier days of June were the result of cyber attacks, but said it saw no evidence of any customer data being accessed or compromised. The company said it opened an investigation and began tracking the DDoS activity by the threat actor it refers to as Storm 1359 after it identified the threat, but the company has not confirmed whether it has identified the party responsible for the attack. A third... Okay. So, I'm just looking really quickly, okay? Storm 1359, I never heard of them before. My initial thought was Killnet, honestly. Um, interesting, this particular uh, DDoS attack targets layer 7 of the OSI stack, which is basically the application layer at the top, um, which could be HTTP, right? The Hypertext Transport Protocol. Um, that's typically where you see layer seven attacks. Um, okay, so check this out. Couple things. One, um, Microsoft uh, suffered some outages. That's why uh, businesses do not guarantee 100% availability. They always say five nine. So if you've heard the term five nines, this is what it's referring to. It's giving themselves some ability to um, deliver on their, their, their service promises, but also account for things like denial of service attacks. Microsoft, major player in the space, was able to uh, mitigate the damage done, much like Barricade Cyber can do for you, but Microsoft was able to mitigate the damage done. Denial of service attacks, guys, let me just spend a hot minute on this. Every, every once in a while, when, um, when uh, certain things come up, I do take a minute to break it down. If you know what a denial of service attack is, that's cool, maybe go get a cup of coffee. Uh, but a lot of people here are new. They've heard the term. Maybe they don't understand. Basically, denial of service attack in its traditional form. There are other ways to do it, which are peckerhead ways where you, like, flash someone's firmware and brick their device. But for the most part, when you say denial of service, what we're talking about is pushing so much network traffic that you inundate the pipe that's going into the web server or whatever um, and make it so legitimate, viable, you know, real traffic can no longer get into the pipe because it's all jammed up, right? It's like filling a jelly donut all the way to the gills. And then Joe Hudson is now jelly and wants to get into the donut and the donut's full of jelly, right? So Joe Hudson's not able to get into that jelly donut. A little bit of a silly metaphor, but I think it gets the point across. A distributed, so with a denial of service attack, it's actually kind of easy because you can just like Heisman that one IP address and be like, naughty, 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 right? Like the king and uh, Doc McStuffins. But a distributed denial of service attack, which is the way that modern um, threat actors behave is it's just what it sounds distributed so you have multiple endpoints all pushing data into one unit which makes it wicked hard to properly defend about because how do you know if, if like a thousand devices or a hundred thousand devices are peppering your uh, servers 
how do you know which ones are legit and which ones are illegit, right? So now you could actually end up blocking legitimate traffic as well. It's a hot mess on fire. There are techniques, right? Sometimes if you log into a website, you'll see um, cloud flares, like checking to see if you're a human first. This is all part of denial of service, okay? Um, James McQuiggan with a lesson learned here. Think of your local interstate highway that's GM full of cars and you're trying to get from A to B through the highway. Okay, James, that's one way to look at it. I think the jelly donut is the way that the textbook says it. I'm joking, James. Your, your example is far better and more realistic than a jelly donut. But uh, all, all good. I am uh, I'm shooting low on the hip. I'm, I'm riding low on the hip on a train bound for glory up here, so follow me. All right, so anyways, Microsoft dealt with it, continued on, no big deal. Your Azure, all your bases belong to us. Your Azure instances are safe. Let's go to the next story. Move it vulnerability raises alarms as U.S. Agriculture Department says it may be impacted. This third vulnerability is causing alarm amongst U.S. officials and cybersecurity researchers after it was revealed that several government agencies have now been affected by a hack that exploited the first bug. Progress Software told Recorded Future News that an independent source disclosed this new vulnerability. Tracked as CVE-2023-35708, the bug could give hackers escalated privileges and potential unauthorized access to a victim's environment. Although Progress has not seen indications that this new vulnerability has been exploited, it has developed a patch, and they state it is, quote, extremely important, end quote, that all MoveIt customers take immediate action to address the issue. Oh, yeah. This is a freaking hot mess on fire. There's a lot to unpack here, okay? So w wicked first thing, um, th this has been um, like, a, a, like a, a main feature. Like if you went to the circus, the move it story would be under the big top, okay? This, this is the big story. Uh, we saw last week that um, the U.S. government had gotten hit uh, by move it vulnerability exploitation clop ransomware. I don't, I don't know if it's a story today. It might be, but like the um, the U.S. government has put a ten million dollar bounty on anyone involved with clop ransomware. Dude, you want to talk about? Dude, you want to talk about Wild West, bring them in dead or alive type wanted posters? That's what's going on with the Klopp ransomware gang and the move it vulnerability. Uh, actually, uh, a third vulnerability. So basically, a lot of people are looking at right uh, at this right now. They mentioned John Hammond. Um, not to uh, not to uh, lead with the uh, not to lead with the uh, the big hook here, but just in case you didn't know, the John Hammond. Uh, of the news story, the John Hammond of Huntress, and the John Hammond of that famous picture of him walking at DEF CON, <laughs> John, uh, will be my guest on Simply Cyber Live this Thursday at 4.30. So if you want to ask him all your move it questions and all your security research questions and all your content creation questions and all your advent of cyber questions, um, he'll be my guest and I'm super pumped. John's a wicked cool guy. So be sure to bookmark that. That's appointment viewing. Okay, so MoveIt vulnerability, uh, basically MoveIt is a file transfer solution, I believe used for backups and uh, moving backups offline. It's an enterprise grade solution, so it's used by very large organizations. It's heavily used by the US federal government. Klopp Ransomware, which is a Russian-based threat actor group, has been exploiting it so much to the fact, okay? Klopp has been exploiting it so much to the fact that they don't even know who they have for victims. Klopp has literally just taken all of their victim data and put it online and told the victims to contact them 
or they'll release the data. That's how much freaking um, data Excel Klopp's got. Now, Klopp did say, I want to remind you, Klopp did come forward and say last week that in this, I, I'm, I'm not prefacing any of these points. Like, you'd had to have been following the story to know what I'm saying or be part of the Daily Cyber Threat Brief. So for your first timers, I'm sorry, I'm not going into great detail here. But um, Klopp Ransomware said explicitly, we have deleted all federal, state, local, and municipality data from our data sources. You have nothing to fear. Do you know why? Because they did not want the full force of the U.S. government coming down on them. And U.S. Department of Agriculture possibly impacted. They say that it wasn't, this vulnerability hasn't been exploited yet. But there's a lot of heat on this thing. There's a lot of eyes, a lot of focus. And it's not, it's not good. Um, it's not good for the industry. It's not good for Klopp Ransomware, which I could care less about. Um, I'm not worried about them. Uh, but the one other, final thing that I want to point out here, and this is like, if you're already working on Move It, then you know about this, but this is an awesome learning opportunity, okay? See this thing I've highlighted right here? And if you're listening on the audio, um, I, I'll read this, the statement if you're, because you can get the, uh, the podcast on audio format after the show ends. Spoiler alert. I, I always forget to tell people that. It says the company notes, the company, the uh, progress, the company that makes move it. The company notes that customers need to patch the initial vulnerabilities before applying the latest fix. This means that the newest fix will not work or it will, it'll screw up if you don't patch in order. Guys, as a pro tip, Make sure that you're following good change control. And I know a lot of people just want to go YOLO and apply all the patches. But if you had been on vacation for a week or two and you just came back <clears throat> and you just grabbed the newest patch because you're thinking it's a roll-up, which means it includes the previous patches, you could actually cause greater damage to your system or bring it down if you didn't do it in order. So be really mindful. Don't just grab the newest thing and patch and be like, oh, I'm going to go grab tacos now. This thing's going to take an hour. Like, be mindful, okay? Especially, a lot of times it will be a roll-up patch, but progress is moving quickly and swiftly to address these vulnerabilities, and they're not following the best software development lifecycle uh, like, principles. And it's because this is such a rapidly moving, very, very concerning vulnerability, okay? So just a pro tip on that one. U.S. government offers $10 million oh. bounty for info on clock. There, there we go ransomware. The U.S. State Department's Rewards for Justice program last week announced up to a $10 million bounty for information linking the Klopp ransomware attacks to a foreign government. Posting on Twitter, it offered the rewards for information on threat actors and attacks impacting the national security of the USA. Initially launched to gather information on terrorists targeting U.S. interests, this program has since expanded to include information on cybercriminals. All right, hold on. I'm going to try. I'm going to I'm going to mess with my my audio settings. So hold on. Who knows where the heck this is going to go? Here we go. Let's try the sound effect. Yeah, that's Yeah, okay. So that's much louder. Hopefully you guys got the sound effect. I think that worked. Base case doesn't base case is um simply cyber audio engineer. He does not like it when I mess with the uh, settings. <laughs> but he's not here right now, so I'm messing. All right, dude, U.S. government offers $10 million bounty. Great cash, homie. Jesus, Randy, you're loud. Hold on. Let me turn Randy down a little bit. Okay. Great cash, homie. All right, good. So 
Uh, U.S. government, dude, I have never seen a bounty like this. Like, the U.S. government just dropped, like, dude, mic drop. Like, we're not, we're not taking half measures here. $10 million? Listen to me. Klopp Ransomware is operating in uh, Russian state-sponsored, uh, no, oh my god. <laughs> what? Whoops. Um, let's back that up. Um, Klopp is operating... Klopp is a Russian-based group, okay? Whether or not they're state-sponsored, obviously I have no information to that, nor am I making any claim that they are. Secondly, um, you might think, like, who's going to turn in Klopp? Like, $10 million is a lot of money, but they're making $90 million, $100 million. Like, they're driving gold Bentleys and stuff. Who cares? Um, I'll tell you who. Listen, do you think if you are a, a, a criminal mastermind making bank right you're making massive money you've got um you know like mtv cribs kind of situations going on with your house and you've got like the newest everything you know vacations and and, and cars and whatever dude you think that like you're not going to tell on like your partner right so like me kimberly and um sharice lamb are a threat actor group and we're making so much money that, like, we're Scrooge McDuck dancing or swimming in our money vault, okay, through the gold coins. We're not going to tell on each other. I'm not narking out Sharice. But here's the thing. Kimberly's husband or, like, somebody who, like, you know, sells me, uh, like, meats at the deli or my neighbor, like, they're not in on the action. They're not getting any of that cheddar. And they're like, where are you getting it all? And they're like, oh, like there's rumors floating around that you're part of like some threat, threat actor group. Like someone's going to leak it, dude. People are not wicked good at keeping secrets, especially when you feel like you're operating with immunity. So here's what I think happens. Tinfoil hat, Jerry. Here's what I think happens. Somebody, multiple people, are going to narc to the U.S. government on Klopp ransomware. U.S. government is going to take them down. It is going to take... Now, normally, I would say it's going to take four to six months because that's normally what would happen here. They'd want to amass a, a, enough evidence and really bide their time, make sure they have a solid case. Because Klopp has effectively hit the U.S. federal government, multiple agencies, including the Department of Energy, as reported on Monday, uh, excuse me, as reported on Friday, um, the, the protocols are no longer in place, Okay. They are going to be moving like swift and with purpose. If I had to guess, okay, today is June 19th. I'm saying Klopp ransomware, major takedown by July 4th weekend. You know what? That's even from a marketing spin perspective. Kimberly, dial me in on this one. From a marketing spin perspective, what, way to, what better way to say America um, and for you international people, it, that's kind of an inside uh, patriotism joke. But like, what better way to say Marika than to take down a threat actor group that uh, took down, like that hit the U.S. government in multiple instances on Fourth of July? So I'm just throwing it out there. I, I don't believe that they're going to operate in the traditional investigation path. I think they're going to go up much swifter. If you remember how the U.S. government responded when Darkseid hit Colonial Pipeline, it was like four days. And they got the money back. And like five days later, Darkseid disbanded. So if the U.S. government wants to move swiftly, they sure can. Believe that. So uh, $10 million. Guys, think for a second what's going on in Russia with the economy, with the people who are not involved 
with the war, with the people who are just trying to live their lives. The economy is broken. Their, their kids are being conscripted. Dude, $10 million, that's like, that's not just life-changing money. That's like you, you can leave the country. You can flee. You can go anywhere. You can do anything. Like $10 million, that's a, that's a lot to get started. Like, that's a lot to get started. Okay, and I don't know how they pay that, right? I don't know if they give that to you over 20 years, like a lottery ticket, or if it's like a, a duffel bag full of money. If anyone in chat knows, I'd be curious, like, how does the U.S. government pay this? That's kind of, do you have to pay taxes on it? Do you have to claim it? I don't know. Fashion! Oh, my God. Now the audio is too loud. Am I right? All right. SMS delivery reports can be used to infer a recipient's location. A team of university researchers has devised a new side-channel attack named Freaky Leaky SMS, which relies on the timing of SMS delivery reports to deduce a recipient's location. SMS delivery reports are handled by the SMSC, the Short Message Service Center of the mobile network, to inform when a message has been delivered, accepted, failed, is undeliverable, has expired, or has been rejected. The researchers developed a machine learning algorithm that analyzes timing data in these SMS responses to find the recipient's location at an accuracy of up to 96% for locations across different countries and up to 86% for two locations in the same country. All right. Classic. Oh, hello. <laughs> One second. Uh, I mean, this is classic academic research. Um, it's cool. Using SMS uh, side channel attack, meaning it's not a direct attack on the um, device itself. It's more of an inference from, um, from the data collected. They're able to target where someone is. Now, when they say find a recipient's location, they do not disclose the granularity. So like if I said that, oh, like I sent, um, I sent Kimberly a, a message and I know Kimberly's in Florida, like, yeah, I just deduced her location, but like Florida's freaking huge, right? If I said like, ooh, Carrie's in Texas, right? Like yeah, technically I nailed it, right? I could also say Carrie's in the United States, right? Carrie's on earth. So I, I hate to be flipping about it, but this does not say, um, this doesn't say the level of granularity. Now, if it said if it's able to find the recipient's location within three meters, now we're cooking with gas, baby. That is scary privacy stuff, okay? Secondly, um, the attacker will first have to collect some data, me uh, some measurement data um, to make the correlation. So there's a lot of prep work in this attack. Again, I hate to poo-poo. You're not gonna find somebody else who's more of a champion of higher ed and academic research. But, um, I mean, this is cool, but I don't, this is not, uh, in my opinion, super practical, nor am I really um, clear on the value of it. Um, basically, the TLDR here is that they're able to send SMS messages, and based on the way that it responds, um, there. Oh, another infographic. You can see they're able to send the uh, the messages, and based on the way that it comes back, they're able to uh, use machine learning to predict. Okay. Again, uh, much love to the academic researchers who did this. It does not look like an easy set. They are involving machine learning, but, um, you know, I, I don't know. Like, with <laughs> in light of this story, $10 million bounties for the heads of people 
who are who are attacking U.S. federal government installations. Like I hate to I hate to lose the uh, forest to the trees here, or I hate to downplay it, but just like this is cute, and you know I, I'm sure the name is what got it on the page six here. But like, what is it? Freaky leaky, something like that. Freaky leaky SMS. Yeah, I need to write an academic research paper on flaming donkey APT. Okay, let's keep going. And now a word from our sponsor, Wing Security. The folks at Wing believe that SaaS shadow IT discovery is the basic first step to securing your SaaS usage. They believe it so strongly that they have launched a completely free SaaS shadow IT discovery solution. Check out wing.security to self-onboard today. No strings attached, no time limit. Go to wing.security. All right, y'all. Welcome to the mid-roll. I got a lot to cover. We are going to do a raffle really quickly, so let me help you uh, get engaged on the raffle first, and then um, I'll do the mid-roll stuff. So, guys, if you'd like to participate, Justabyte, Justabyte is a regular community member. Thanks, Justabyte. Justabyte has donated three um, one-month TriHackMe uh, full-platform vouchers. So if you win this award, you can access the entire TriHackMe platform for an entire month, absolutely um, free to you because that's the raffle prize. In order to enter the raffle, you need to type in THM into chat. I'm going to do it really quickly on stream. THM in chat will enter you into the stream. I mean, enter you into the contest. So go ahead, type THM. It's not case sensitive. So, and you only need to enter once. If you enter multiple times, it will do nothing other than clog up chat, and that's no good for anyone. All right. Holla, holla, holla. Let me know if that's too loud on the mid roll music, guys. I want to say shout out and thanks to the stream sponsors again, Barricade Cyber and Panopsi. Genuinely appreciate the support y'all bring um, every single day, supporting the stream, supporting the channel. Little loud, okay. How's that, Kimberly? How's that? How's that? Give me, give me some. I know it's hard because we're on a delay here. I feel like that's pretty good. All right, guys, I want to say shout out and thanks to the stream sponsors, Barricade Cyber, Panopsi Security, Evergreen sponsors. Uh, Barricade's been uh, sponsoring for like 18 months, Panopsi for like six, seven months. Thanks very much. Guys, if you're getting educational value from the stream, if you're getting entertainment value from the stream, if you're a first time, if you're a long time, do me a favor, hit the like button. Why? Not because it pumps my stats and I like to show my kids how many likes my videos get. It literally triggers the YouTube algorithm to go out and reach to people who are looking at cybersecurity content on YouTube that are not here right now and say, hey, you're interested in the same stuff that people watching this are interested in. So why don't you come check this out? So give me, give me, uh, do some support for the, the community and hit the like button. I know it's a pain in the butt, especially on mobile, but just do me a favor, do it. All right. We got the raffle going. I want to say uh, Simply Cyber Community. Oh, yeah, raffle time. So THM in chat if you're already doing it. Simply Cyber Community Challenge. I want to give some love really quickly to James McQuiggan. James McQuiggan did his post right here. I'm going to link to it. Um, you know, a lot of people do the Simply Cyber Community Challenge post, um, you know, the traditional way of just posting. James 
uh, did a video post, which is really, really interesting, really, really cool. No surprise, former theater guy or, you know, recovering theater guy. Uh, so he's got great video, great lighting. Thanks so much, James McQuiggan. Guys, what's about to happen here in a minute is James McQuiggan is going to tag somebody in chat. Um, the Simply Cyber Community Challenge is an ongoing initiative in order to promote um, professional networking development, in order to have you build a professional network that's meaningful, that's deliberate, that's made up of like-minded people instead of bots and you know scam accounts and stuff like that. Go on LinkedIn, search the hashtag Simply Cyber Community Challenge. You can see it on stream right there. Pause the screen if you need to. Simply Cyber Community Challenge. And then here's the, here's the part that really is actionable. Connect with the person posting, comment on their post, and connect with the other people who are commenting. By posting and commenting, you will get caught up in that stream of people connecting with you. Ultimately, you're gonna grow your network, it's going to deliver value, and it gets all back to what I was saying earlier with the hashtag Passive Observer. Professional networks are so freaking valuable, I cannot, under, I cannot overstate it, okay? Believe me, people in chat will tell you this. I'm not making this up. James McQuiggan, please tag somebody and let us know who is the new Simply Cyber Community Challenge person. Um, all right. So um, Monday, every single day of the week has a special activity. Uh, Mondays are reserved for my youngest son, Callan. I love Callan. He is very creative, he's very artsy, and he does uh, Callan's Art of the Week every Monday. Unfortunately, he cannot find his artwork that he did today. Uh, he was a little disappointed, but I, I said, we got you covered. Matthew Pelkey, um, oh, very nice. Uh, uh, James, I think Matthew Pelkey's actually already held the baton. He'll have to confirm that, but also congratulations on knocking out that sec plus. Okay, so because Callan doesn't have his artwork today, I've got a special um, backup plan. I wanna say shout out and love and uh, to Kimberly McKnight. Look at this. Kimberly McKnight designed the Simply CyberCon artwork. I'm wearing it on my shirt right now. You can see this is the artwork for the Simply CyberCon. You will be able to purchase this merch uh, and support the, the uh, support the conference wear this wicked cool shirt but this is the art week art of the week for simply cyber channel um i know it's a little thin this is the first run uh it will be brighter uh on the second run and uh but anyways like thanks kimberly for the assist callan appreciates it i appreciate it uh let me just make sure we got the raffle here let's play more of this all right, and let's do the raffle right now. THM in chat, if you want to enter, you've got about 30 seconds to enter. Um, I want to remind everybody, I thank Casually Joseph for helping me with that. Um, Simply Cyber Shirt, I talked about James, I talked about. Guys, the newsletter is back. If you did not see it this morning, the newsletter is back. If you want to get an actionable Intel newsletter every single Monday morning in your inbox, exclamation point newsletter in chat right now it's back on baby okay we took a few weeks off a hiatus it's back get some of that the newsletter is awesome thank you to the community for enabling that um all right let's do the raffle okay here we go 
Winner, winner, chicken dinner. We're going to be doing this Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday of this week. So if you don't win today, come back tomorrow. Good luck to everybody. The winner of a month of full access to Try Hackney is Choco Bobo 16. Way to go, Choco Bobo 16. Um, does it say it on stream? Believe me, Choco Bobo 16 won here. All right, James McQuiggan's tagging Ian Kincaid. So it doesn't say it on chat, but believe me, uh, Choco Bobo um, won it here. Look at you guys can see it right here, so you don't think I'm BSing you, okay? Choco Bobo, right here. Uh, Choco Bobo, please get with me on Discord or connect with just. Actually, if you could connect with Just a Bite, that would be better. Um, cut the middleman out. All right, guys. Let's get back to the news, am I right? Let's do it. Gravity Rat Android Trojan steals WhatsApp backups and deletes files. An updated version of an Android remote access Trojan dubbed Gravity Rat has been found masquerading as messaging apps Binge Chat and Chatico as part of a narrowly targeted campaign since June of 2022. ESET researcher Lucas Stefanko said, quote, notable in the newly discovered campaign, Gravity Rat can exfiltrate WhatsApp backups and receive commands to delete files. This is published in a report released last week. The Slovak cybersecurity firm is tracking the activity under the name Space Cobra. Ooh. New. All right. Hey, guys. I mean, Flaming Donkey is pretty cool, but Space Cobra is pretty cool, too. I like that. Um... I'm trying to figure out what's going on here, okay? Um, targets are contacted on Facebook and Instagram and tricking them into clicking on links and downloading malicious apps. Basically, it looks like a, a messaging app, but it's actually a remote access Trojan. Uh, thanks so much, Tim and George. Everything is going fine with me, man. I had a great weekend. Um, this captured data is ultimately exfiled to a remote server. Okay, so basically, here's the deal. Um, opportunity, I'm going to tell you guys a whole bunch of stuff here, okay? One, um, these threat actors are posing um, as fake people on Facebook and Instagram. Um, it doesn't say LinkedIn, but I mean, if you're a recruiter, um, probably, um, and like romance connections. Anyways, long story short, they get you to try to download some app that you're going to install. Dude, educate your end users, please to not download apps to your Google phone or Android device from anywhere that is not the Play Store, right? And, and correct me if I'm wrong, I know a lot of, um, there's a lot of Android users in chat. Is there another like super legit store besides the Play Store? If there is, let me know and I'll start telling people that that one's okay as all. But like, um, you don't want that. And uh, basically it exfills your WhatsApp backups, okay? so. If you're using WhatsApp for anything sensitive, yeah. I find it weird that this gravity rat, like if you can, here's the thing. Dude, you can trick someone to installing a remote access Trojan on your phone, which allows you to exfil data and they're going after the WhatsApp backups. Like I get it, but like not really. I mean, who's doing sensitive work on WhatsApp? I, I guess the only thing that you're possibly trying to get is individual nudes or individual sensitive information, probably closer to like nudes, 
where you can then extort the person. But again, like, what are we doing, man? If you own the phone, like, exfil their, their email or exfil their passwords. Like, what are you doing with WhatsApp backups? I feel like that's such a, like, yeah, you know what I mean? It's like, it's like, it's like wearing, you know what this is? This is like wearing sneakers with a tuxedo. Like, what are you doing, man? You went through all the effort to get all dressed up. And then you're going to, you're going to exfil WhatsApp backups instead of like going after the gold, putting sneakers on instead of dress shoes. Bro, Pursuit of Bliss is saying WhatsApp backups are actually uh, pretty good. All right, hey, y'all, um, let me know. Yeah, and I know sneakers with suits are, are uh, a thing right now, but not tuxedos, James McQuiggan. Come on, look, we got we to gotta have a... So let me, let me know in chat, guys. I'll go back and watch chat. If WhatsApp backups are really that valuable, tell me why. You know what I mean? Like, I get that there's groups, right? And group chats and stuff like that. But, like, who's, who's running business through WhatsApp? Am I, am I over? Am I, am, I, am, I, am I old? Is that what it is? Is the gray in my beard finally come to collect where I don't understand the value of WhatsApp? Oh, my God. Holy crap. Yeah, I think blackmail, extortion, I think those are all on the table. But, like, here's my thing. It's like like you're gonna act like with all due respect like if someone were to like blackmail me like i don't have a lot of money i don't have a lot of access to things like what are you gonna get like you're gonna go through all this trouble to get like a cup like let's say like on a good day like ten thousand dollars like you're gonna drain me and get ten grand like go after like a business you know I i don't know maybe i'm um oversimplifying it um the final thing i'll say here you see where it says ESET researcher? Dude, ESET. Don't sleep on ESET. I feel like they don't get um, a lot of uh, love, in, at least from my perspective. They don't get a, a lot of love. But ESET does amazing work. I'm going to drop a link in chat. Excuse me. Oh, my God. Wow, I just had like an inverted burp or something. That was weird. That hurt. Um, ESET does great work. Great work. I'd recommend you check them out. I'm, I'm not affiliated with them. They, they don't know me from a hole in the wall. I think ESET does great work. Next backdoor utilizing DNS over HTTPS tunneling for covert command and control. A threat actor known as Shamel Gang, that's C-H-A-M-E-L Gang, has been observed using a previously undocumented implant to backdoor Linux systems, marking a new expansion of the threat actor's capabilities. The malware, dubbed Shamel DOH by Stairwell, is a C++-based tool for communicating via DNS over HTTPS tunneling, otherwise known as DOH. Shamel Gang was first discovered by Russian cybersecurity firm Positive Technologies in September of 2021, detailing its attacks on fuel, energy, and aviation production industries in Russia, the U.S., India, Nepal, Taiwan, and Japan. Attack chains mounted by the actor have leveraged vulnerabilities in Microsoft Exchange servers and Red Hack JBoss Enterprise application to gain initial access and carry out data theft attacks using a passive backdoor called DoorMe or DoorMe. Okay. I'll just leave it on this infographic. I see people defending sneakers with tuxedos. Let, hold on. Let me ask you this, James, real quick, and I'll go back and look. Is Jason Sudeikis married to Olivia Munn, or Olivia Munn played a character in Ted Lasso, and she was married to Ted Lasso in the show? Okay. Guys, 
here's the thing. With this particular story, a threat actor known as Shamel is using uh, DNS over HTTPS for command and control. I am basing this exclusively on the following story. Uh, Red Seed C2 framework. Um, uh, Tim Medine, Mike Saunders. Uh, videos. Damn it. Oh, hold on one second. This is going to be worth it. Like, there's no point in me telling you what I'm about to tell you without showing you this. Okay? So please bear with me. Uh, Red Siege. Yes, right here. What do I need? Okay? This stream right here is 58 minutes long. This is Tim Medine. He owns Red Siege. <laughs> He's also got a sunburn in this video, which is pretty funny. Um, sorry, Tim. And uh, he's the guy behind Kerber Roasting. If you've ever heard of Kerber Roasting, he, that's his, uh, part of his like history. And this is Mike Saunders, Advanced Senior Red Teamer. Okay, um, C2 Frameworks. Now, I'm just going to drop a link in chat. This is totally worth your time, okay? I don't care if you're red team, blue team, new to the industry, long time, GRC, it doesn't matter. This is an awesome video, okay? Why am I bringing this up on stream? I'll tell you why. In that video, so all they're doing here, all this shamel group is doing, is doing command and control uh, commands, right? So like you have a compromised host on your network, your laptop's compromised, and it, it's just compromised and it's waiting for connections. The threat actor who controls it will send a command to it or it'll reach out for um, you know instructions. But that happens over the network, right? So if you're a savvy blue teamer, you're looking for this information. If it goes over DNS, you may not catch it, okay? So using DNS for C2, uh, uh, C2 uh, communications is not new. It's, it's not new at all. Now, why do I bring it up? In that video, Mike Saunders says, D using DNS for C2 is awesome. The problem is, if your defenders are looking for C2 on DNS, they will see it almost immediately. It is like a big blinking red light if you're looking at DNS for C2. If you're not looking at DNS for C2, it is an amazing vehicle for doing this type of attack. So long story short, what I'm trying to tell you is if you look at this story and you think you are somehow in the scope of this shamel group, you might want to double check and make sure that your SecOps people are looking at DNS for C2. If you don't know what I'm talking about, go watch the video and you'll get more information. But believe me, C2 over DNS is not new. C2 over DNS is incredibly effective if the defender's not looking for it. And it will absolutely um, scream, look at me, if they are looking for it. Okay, that's it. Oh, okay, yeah, we're getting, a con we're getting confirmation here. Olivia Munn is with John Mulaney. Thank you. Yeah, I thought Olivia Munn with Jason Sudeikis was unusual and worth, worth getting clarification on. Fashion! Oh, my God, okay. Tell to invest $25 billion in Israel factory. Whoa. The U.S. chipmaker will spend the money on a new factory in Israel, according to Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu, speaking on Sunday, calling it the largest ever international investment in the country.
The factory in Kiryat Gat is due to open in 2027 to operate through 2035. During its almost five decades of operations in Israel, Intel has grown to become the country's largest privately held employer and exporter and a leader of the local electronics and information industry, according to the company's website. And now, last week in... All right, hold on. James McQuiggan walking it back, walking it back. Hold on. Did we just become best friends? Yep. Oh, hold on. There's no, um, there's no boom. Did we just become best friends? Yep. Oh, I'm going to have to change that sounder. What? Did we just become best friends? Yep. All right. Thanks, James McQuiggan, for the super chat. Thanks for stepping into the light and offering some context around sneakers and tuxedos. Um... All right, so Intel is dropping $25 billion. Woo! Straight cash, homie. Yeah, straight cash, homie's right. Um, I'm super pumped. I just did a um, an integration with Intel. I've actually got a LinkedIn post going out at 9 a.m. today, which if we go into uh, jawjacking, I'll link to, uh, so you guys could check that out. A lot of people liked the Where's Waldo post I did <laughs> last week. Uh, that was a lot of fun. Uh, Intel's building a, a factory. Guys, what does this mean? You might be like... Uh, like uh okay like i don't care what like intel build a factory big big bfd right well let me tell you what's going on think about it for a hot minute united states and china have been involved in this like semiconductor cold war essentially a lot of posturing the u.s got japan and like the netherlands to back away from like supporting china china's building their own thing china like secret not secretly but like through shell companies got 51% of like AMD or some chip company. So there's a lot of like, you know, game of like 21st century digital game of Thrones things going on up in here, up in here. So United States is wicked friendly with Israel, right? United States was getting a lot of chips made over in China, but that's not going to work now because they're decoupling the global supply chain. Um, So, and the U.S. is building factories in the U.S., but we need more. So U.S. and Israel are BFFs, right? Like, go look at Stuxnet. Like, Israel and, and U.S. are, are high-fiving and doing stuff like that. So Israel is like, I'm all on board. Let's build this chip factory. Intel clearly has uh, roots in Israel, which does not surprise me because Israel, if you guys don't know that, Israel pumps out, like, some wicked smart people in the uh, infosec and tech space, but really in the infosec space I know of. Um, This is gonna make jobs um, in Israel. Obviously that's always nice, especially in a a economy that's kind of like recession-y or inflation-y. So anyways, you know, building a factory doesn't happen overnight. This isn't an HGTV show where it's like 100 days and you get like a freaking brand new wicked nice facility. Uh, this will take time. If I had to guess, two years before they're actually pumping out um, pumping out um, chips. Yeah, the word year is not in the story. Oh, there it is. Um, too bad. I was hoping. Um, it's hoping for some more some more deal. But anyways, Israel said Israel ops play a crucial role in the company's global success. Exactly, guys. And the final thing. Like I said, I did an integration with Intel uh, a couple weeks ago. Um, I really like Intel. I've used Intel products. Intel has been um, a stalwart of professionalism uh, for a long time in the industry. If you guys remember the Intel inside, it's been even <laughs> going back to James McQuiggan's Simply Cyber Community Challenge post where he was talking about, 
you know, a 22 megahertz processor, uh, you know, back in the day where his, his operating system ran off a floppy disk. It could have been Intel inside up in there too. So anyways, Intel, good company. I like them. Way to go. This is good for the United States as well. Ransomware. Well, last week largely belonged to the Move It transfer extortion attacks. On Wednesday, the Klopp gang started listing the names of 37 breached organizations, warning that data would be leaked in seven days if a ransom was not negotiated. Many organizations decided to disclose the breaches rather than negotiating, warning impacted people that their data was exposed. Last week, we also learned more about the ransomware attacks with the Medusa operation extorting Argentina's National Securities Commission and RICIDA ransomware leaking data stolen from the Chilean army, as well as numerous branches of the Swiss government claimed by the no-name hacking group. Just a quick... All right, guys. So really quick, it's Monday, which means we get the old ransomware roundup. Klopp takes the cake with a $10 million bounty on their head. Um... You know, like Billy the Kid, Wild Bill Hickok, who, or I don't know if Wild Bill Hickok was a wanted person or if they were a good person, but let's just say Billy the Kid. Uh, there's going to be a lot of people hunting. I speculate that there's going to be a lot of movement in this because $10 million, it, dude, that's 10 million reasons to turn someone in. I, yeah. <laughs> um, let's see, Klops, you know, if, if, you, if you're in Threat Intel, Dark Web Ops, if you got your insurance company engaged, uh, then you know well on about Klopp releasing the names of the breached organizations. Uh, Shell got hit, just to name like a really big one. U.S. Federal Agency, Louisiana, Oregon, DMVs, uh, Ireland's HSE, University of Rochester, U.S. State of Missouri, U.S. State of Illinois. Bro, I'm telling you, Klopp really stepped in a heaping pile of dog crap. Like, I don't know if you guys have been to the low country, but there's this thing called Pluff Mud, P-L-U-F-F-M-U-D, Pluff Mud. Google it if you don't know what I'm talking about. But essentially, if you step in Pluff Mud, when you pull your foot out, your shoe doesn't come with you. I don't care what you're wearing, your shoe's not coming back. And like, that's the end of it. Klopp Ransomware has stopped, has stepped, like, like they like jumped off uh, a John boat into Pluff Mud and like, they're gonna lose like their pants, their shoes, that it's not going well for Klopp. I mean, they're going to make a lot of money, but that when you talk about the heat is on, oof, the heat is on these dudes. Um, Lockbit, obviously. So guys, just do a quick thing. Just because Klopp's got all the um, Klopp's got all the news doesn't mean you should sleep on the other threat actors like Medusa, uh, Cuba, Vice, Royal, Lockbit, all the other ones. So as usual, my my regular um, line of um the ransomware roundup is go in here find uh, uh find a ransomware story that applies to your organization to your to your industry to your business size bookmark it and um you know use it as you see fit right usually it'll come up as an opportunity during end user awareness during budget season uh these are the times that i typically find they are mostly valuable all right, so that's going to do it for the stream. Before you go, everybody, if you were here just for the news, allow me one moment, if you would, please. Really quickly, uh, this is the upcoming schedule of uh, events on the channel, Simply Cyber Channel, uh, this week, beyond the Daily Cyber Threat Brief podcast, which all of you are well aware of, 8 a.m. every single day. On Thursday, June 22nd at 4.30 p.m., John Hammond 
Uh, really, really great guy. You want to talk about a community contributor, John Hammond is coming on stream. We're going to have a, a fireside chat. We'll take the conversation anywhere you want to go. I'm looking forward to talk to him about uh, the move it vulnerability. I, I really want to understand what, how he decides like what to dig into and what not to dig into. He keynoted Wild West Hackenfest. We'll talk about that. Uh, he just finished doing the HomCon uh, CTF, so we'll get into that. We're going to be getting into all the things um, with him, so stay tuned for that. Later today at 4 p.m., if you're interested, today, if you're watching this on Monday, June 19th, today at 4 p.m., I'm going to be revealing a brand new feature in the world of Haiku. It's a world builder. I'm going to be using all of the tools. The way that the developers make the world of Haiku, they have built an interface for end users to build their own worlds, their own scenarios, their own stories, full access to the entire suite of uh, opportunity. And I'm going to be showing you, I'm going to build a little lab. Um, it's really nice. It's super polished. Uh, come out later today. If you're an educator and you want to make labs, if you're want to just like make labs and make them available to other people. Like there's a lot of opportunity here. I'm super uh, excited. You can see I've got the, the mad scientist in the lab on the thumbnail. Thank you, Mid Journey. And then for those who have been following um, the Simply Cyber original series, how to market your cyber self. This is an ongoing limited run eight episode series that I've been doing with a marketing executive and super smart woman or super smart professional, Virginia Case. June 28th, we will be doing episode three of eight talking about decrypting marketing for cyber entrepreneurs and beginners. If you're an entrepreneur, if you're new to the industry, this is going to be good. Just as a little tease, if you're still here, I will not be the host. There will be a special host for this stream. I'm not going to reveal who it is, but you'll have to tune in. It's not going to be me. It's going to be someone from our community, from the Simply Cyber community. It's been a minute since you've seen this host. So you're definitely going to want to tune in on June 28th to catch that. All the value Virginia is going to drop, plus the surprise guest host. All right, guys, that's going to do it for the stream. If you were here just for the news, thank you very much. Hit the like on the way out. Appreciate it so much. Guys, let's spend a few minutes jawjacking if you don't mind. I want to share a couple things with you guys. We did the raffle. Thanks, Chocobobo16 for that. Guys, I know my studio's gone through like um, a couple hiccups uh, over the last couple, uh, last week basically, as I was standing it up. I have put an order in for a new light. So this light behind me is going to be much richer and my illumination is going to be a lot better. So the quality of the light is going to go up. I've also purchased a new microphone, uh, base case, audio engineer. I did not run this by him, but I think it's okay. I'm going to have a Shure microphone the way that I have in my uh, regular studio. So I'm going to have the mic up in my face. It'll be consistent audio levels. I'll get everything dialed in so you guys won't have to... Um, you won't have to deal with like, that's too loud, that's too low, turn it up, we can't hear you. I, I, I don't want that for you guys, okay? I, I really strive to deliver a professional quality experience for you and having to tell me to turn things up or turn things down, while it's fun and it's cute, I feel bad that you're not focusing on the stories, you're focusing on helping me produce, which um, you shouldn't have to do that. So uh, I've, I've invested that, um, and that should be here Thursday, hopefully before John gets here. 
Uh, like I said, the newsletter is out. Oh, guys, really quickly, um, the Simply Cyber new. Um, um, oh my God. Um, if you if you did not know about this, okay, I want to share this with you really quickly, James McQuiggan. Oh, thank you, James McQuiggan. Um, we're gonna have a sound effect. We're gonna have a sound effect for infographics. Apparently, James McQuiggan's making this happen, and we'll check that out after the stream, James. Um, I want to share this with you guys. People asked for it. People asked for it, and I, I, I did it. Okay. So, I produced a Simply Cyber Deep Cuts um, playlist. Okay. So, if you're interested in learning, kind of, allow me to take you on a, a ride for classic hip hop, great music. Um, this is go, go to the discord server under announcements. There is a Spotify Spotify playlist version of this. There's also an Apple music playlist. Thank you, James McQuiggan for making it available on Apple podcast. Um, sell me all your old cast off stuff. Hey, cat GPT. Yeah, uh, maybe I will catch GPT. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about that in a second. Guys, I put a lot of love into this playlist. I think it's excellent. I've gotten great feedback from the community already. Um, it does have explicit lyrics. So, you know, um, Kennedy, Baby Bass Case, Emerson, the youth of the Simply Cyber community. Uh, parents, you might want to practice some caution, but I think that this is a great playlist. I'm very proud of it. So go check it out. I'll drop a link in chat. This is for Spotify. But if you go to the announcements one, um, you'll get it. Um, now, really quick, I do have one quick favor. I would, uh, I would humbly ask you guys to help me with really quickly if you could. Um, I'm just, I'm doing, I'm looking something up really quickly. This is more of a favor for me more than anything. Um, really quickly, uh, guys, I just posted on LinkedIn minutes ago my uh, a post on Intel final post. If you could, uh, there's a link. Maybe check it out. If you're interested on my thoughts around uh, the Intel hardware shield, I would appreciate it. Thank you very much. Um, okay, so that's the Intel stuff, the Simply Cyber Playlist stuff. Uh, next week, oh, guys, dude, jaw jacking's like out of control. Guys, next week, I've got some big, big news for you, okay? Um, next week, I will be on vacation. We are going to, the entire week is going to be run by, I don't use this sound effect very often. Here, can you hear this? Next week, all week long, the man himself, Eric Taylor, is going to be in the A-hole chair hosting from his office, his studio, Simply Cyber, Daily Cyber Threat Briefing. Thank you very much, Eric, for allowing me to uh, unplug and actually do a family vacation uh, without having to think you know, to, to, like to be plugged in. I'm, 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 I'm pushing away from the desk tomorrow. I will be completely off the grid. I will have my cell phone and I will be hashtag passive observer in the mornings with my coffee. But for the most part, I will be unplugged from Simply Cyber. So um, yeah, the A-hole chair. So Peter Lee, when there's two people, there's the A-hole chair and there's the B-hole chair. Normally I sit in the A chair but for, 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 for fun, I call it the a-hole chair. There's kind of a double, a double meaning there, right? And then, you know, I get to call Eric uh, 
names. All right. So anyway, stay tuned for next week. Eric's going to be bringing the heat. You guys know he is he is spicy on a level that is um, out out of control. Uh, so it's going to be good. The final thing I'd like to ask you guys, uh, obviously, please uh, support Eric. He's going to do a great job. I'd like to start a poll. There's 200 of you here. Uh, if you can, uh, I was saving this until the end, so it's only uh, hardcore jawjacking people uh, in the Simply Cyber community. Um, I'm running a poll right now. Okay, guys, on the stream, do you see down below the, the ticker? I wrote a Python script yesterday that basically goes, pulls the top cyber news stories, puts emotes in between them, adds the Simply Cyber stuff at the beginning and the call to action at the end, and, and, and then makes it an overlay. So I can make this overlay super quickly, super easily, every single stream. And uh, it looks more like a news story, so you can see the upcoming news stories. But it, let me know in chat, like, do you like the Chiron at the bottom, yes or no? I will continue to do it. For me, it's like, a, it's like one little, you know, one little piece of polish that adds value to the stream. You guys see what's coming up. Let me know if you like the Chiron. If you do, I'll keep doing it. If you do not, I will stop doing it. I know you can't, see, I'm actually gonna, <clears throat> it looks like the number for people in chat is uh, hidden, so I'm gonna move that. Where can I put that? Uh, where can I put it really quickly? Um, you guys like the number? Um, should I move the number to the top? Hold on one second. Watch this on stream. I can move the number to the top. You guys like it up there? Does that make sense? Or does that just seem like a vestigial third leg? You know what I mean? I don't know where to put it. Let me know, upper left corner, like up here, by my head. I cannot move to the ticker to the top, unfortunately. That is a constraint of restream. But I, but I, you know, the number. You guys like the number on the top left? Like, hold on, let me let's check the voting. Seventy-eight votes, ninety-four percent like the Chiron. Damn. Okay, Chiron it is. All right, uh, the Chiron, the Chiron will be in full effect, y'all. I'll let you, I'll let, uh, I'll leave the thing up there for a minute. Put it on my forehead, come on, bro. Move it to the top right. All right, here, let's try it out on the top right and see how that looks. Let me know if you guys like that. If we ever get over a thousand, I'll have to move it over to the left. You guys like it on the right? Does that look good? Oh, okay, yeah, I'll check out the Hackerverse images in a second. Number is nice, pull the SC Cyber logo up a bit. Uh, I'll have to figure that out because that SC Cyber logo is, um, unfortunately, that's part of the background overlay. So I'll have to move the entire, I'll have to move everything up to do that. And uh, that's that's like, that's like lifting my foundation of my house. So it can be done. It's just I'm not going to do it while I'm on stream. Uh, what else we got? Yeah, I think it makes sense over by chat too. 
All right, guys, 88 votes. I'm going to end the poll. Thanks, really. I'm glad you guys like the Chiron. I, I thought the Chiron added like a little bit of polish too. So um, I like it. Okay, so we're getting we're getting um, we're getting a lot of ask here for the uh, Hackerverse army. If you guys don't know, I will. Uh, hold on one second. Let me. Let's look at this. I'll drop a link in chat too. Hackerverse Army, here we go. Here's the link. I'm gonna drop a link to the Discord as well. And I have a, a question, uh, an ask for you. All right, are you ready to join the Army? I did. This is uh, Craig Elrod, he's the leader of it, okay? Look at these masks, dude. These masks are insanely cool. I love this one. Okay, now check it out. These are all the masks. I'm gonna stop on one. I do like the uh, surfing uh, Grim Reaper. I like this one a lot. Probert. There's there's there there's me. That's Dr. Hops. That's me. PhDs and beers. Cool. So if you didn't know, that's my that's my hackerverse image and my hacker uh, tag. Although I think I might go by Doc Op, Doc Hops. Doc Hops. All right, and the, here becomes our community, okay? This is Solstice, okay? Oh man, look at this one, Puppet Master. Who's Puppet Master? Damn, it's intense. Holy crap, I am Black Knight? Look at this one. It looks like uh, Batman and Guy Fox mask. This looks cool. Dang, Darth Vader? James McQuiggan? Oh, look at McQuiggan Jim. Bro. Dude, I love this. Look at this. Star Wars James McQuiggan getting some love. McQuigon Jin. McQuigon Jin. Very nice. Holy crap. Look at this one. Haircut fish. This is you? Bro. Holy crap. Look at this, guys. That is sick. I'm not going to lie, Haircut Fish. That might be my favorite one. I like that one better than mine. Holy mackerel, that's awesome. Katine 8, yep. I might be doing some work with him. I think that's John Whalen, Josh Whalen. I just met him on Friday. Might be doing some work with him. Holy crap. Medusa double X, look at this. Damn. Are you guys getting this? Mad King Hacker, who's that? Oh, Mad King Hacker. Actually, James, this looks like your chess.com avatar. I don't know. You changed your chess.com avatar recently. That's... James, you have two? Brosif. If we can get two, I want two. Dude, this one's sick. Like, like haircut fish. I want this on a sticker. Holy crap. I want this on a sticker. Like, I want this on a tattoo. Dude, this is so cool. So anyways, check it out. If you're interested in uh, the Hackerverse army and checking out what it's all about, um, hold on. Let me, let me do this really quickly, okay? Let me do this really quickly, okay? Um, give me a sec. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to share a link with y'all. 
so you can um, so you can see what it's all like. So you can get involved, okay? And you can get they're they're raffling off a PNPT. Are you serious, haircut fish? I need I need that sticker in my life, bro. Um. Oh, I got a video coming out on Wednesday too. Jesus, I forget about all the stuff I do. Yeah, I got a video coming out on how to get a bigger salary using ChatGPT. <laughs> okay, um, where is it, bro? I don't even know where it is. Hold on one second. I can't believe I forgot about my produced video. Okay, so here, check it out. If you want to learn more and enter the PNPT raffle, uh, PNPT giveaway in Hackerverse Army. Go there, do me a favor. Tell them um, Simply Cyber sent you, okay? Oh my God, solid guy, solid. I think I might have a meeting right now. I have a 920, so I can chill for a couple more minutes if you guys want. Uh, cool, all right. Guys, I hope uh, you enjoyed the stream today. We covered a lot of stuff, as I mentioned. Um, the C2 framework, uh, we've got, let me just share this. Cause dude, like I just do so much. This is why I'm terrible at, um, business. Cause I forget about all the stuff. Check this video out guys. If you're interested, this is going to be a premiere on Wednesday at 9am. It's going to be sick. Like this is the final video in my chat GPT series. Um, you'll love it. I love it. I think it's great. All right, guys. I got to boogie out of here. Sean Washington, have a good, um, have a good course. Meow, meow. All right, guys. I'm Jerry, your chat. Simply Cyber Community. We covered a lot today. Come back today at 4 p.m. for the, uh, for the, um, world of haiku network building uh stream and um tomorrow at 8 a.m eastern time if you got value hit the like button on your way out james mcquiggan thanks for all you do for the community thank you all for all you do to the community i'm tired i gotta get some more coffee i think and um yeah have a great week everybody monday start strong end strong we'll be back later today be good, everybody. Everybody, I hope you enjoyed that content. Keep the cybersecurity train going by connecting with the other Simply Cyber Community resources. We have the Discord server that's lively and always keeps the conversation going. You can connect with me directly on LinkedIn. And also every single weekday morning on the Simply Cyber channel, we're doing live daily cyber threat briefings, 8 a.m. Eastern time, as well as Thursday at 4.30 p.m. We're doing live stream interviews with industry experts, and we produce videos that we push out every Wednesday morning. I'm Jerry from Simply Cyber. I hope you enjoyed the content, and we'll see you in the next one.